I'm having to completely shift and transform everything that I used to know so that I can be in a space and energy that allows, appreciates, and expands that six-figure income. Hello, and welcome to Your Lovely Intuition Podcast. I'm your host, Riley June, intuitive medium and spiritual mentor. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with me today as I take you on the journey of understanding and connecting with your intuition, your soul, the voice within, and the guiding forces in life like the universe who is always co-conspiring in your greatest favor. My mission is to give you deeper clarity, understanding, and self-assurance of who you are, why you're here, and what you're meant to be. Take a deep breath in release and let's dive into all things intuition now Welcome to another episode. I am so happy to have you here and I just want to acknowledge you for pressing play today and spending your time with me. This is going to be a really great episode because we are going to be diving into the energy behind manifestation and I'm going to help you put a strategy into place so that you can turn around and utilize it in your own life no matter where you're at, what you make, and what you do. Now, the focus for this is going to be around money, but I do really encourage you to take these same principles and understandings and apply them to any other area in your life, job, health, relationships, your body, that it feels right for you. But because manifestation typically ends up being surrounded um, around the energy of money, and this is a very abundant energy in this year, I'm going to make this focus for this episode about money. The really cool thing about this is that manifesting no matter what it is that you want to create in your life the definition is taking an emotion a feeling or a theory and making it real so the manifestation is about the thoughts and the feelings and the theories that you have to experiencing that tangible thing or that experience that you're calling into your life and we're gonna work behind the scenes because what I want you to be able to take away from this is how to manifest things in your own life. So let's break this down. Manifesting goes into two categories. It's the fun, the excitement, the tangibles, the high vibe, the experience, all the good stuff. But manifesting is also the uncomfortable, the growth, the changes, and the decisions that you need to make in order to get to that position. So from the start, you're probably thinking, well, If manifesting is just like a bunch of actions that I take, well, then it's not really manifested because I'm doing work to get there. However, that's not entirely true because no matter where you are, what you do, everything in your environment is a product of your energy. And if you're wanting to manifest something into your life, you have to go through the energetics of where you're at right now 
whether you do it through therapy, whether you do it through spiritual practices, whether you do it through self-practices, it doesn't matter. But you have to go through some of these, one of them or all of them, to get yourself into a vibration that allows you to attract the thing that you're calling in. If you're calling in the absolute love of your life, but you've only ever experienced negative or unideal or like not the greatest relationships, the chances of you attracting a soulmate now all of a sudden, just because you get this idea that you want to manifest it and this is going to be amazing, is not likely going to happen and unfold right away because even if that person showed up for you, you would miss the signs and the understandings and them as the person that they were because you're so caught up in the past experience that you had that it'd be hard for you to believe that this is actually possible and now true. Same with money. If you're calling in you know, freedom from finances or a million dollars or whatever that looks like, if you don't have the greatest experience with money, the energy that you're going to emanate, uh, emanate, emanate, release, <laughs> You know where I'm going with this. I'm pretty sure I said it right the first time. I'm neat. Um, if not, I'm going to coin it. <laughs> that is my word for the day. Um, the energy that you have surrounding that, that topic, so money, is going to be what you create. But you have to go through the steps. You have to go through your thoughts and your experiences. And you have to be willing to comb through that to start to have more self-realizations of how to release and let go and shift and change so that you can be in the energy that attracts the thing that you want. So for this episode, we're going to keep the premises pretty much around money, but I do encourage you to come back to this, write some notes, especially if you're listening to it while you're driving, um, because safety first, obviously. But this is going to break it down in a way for you to really understand how to have self-accountability to shift a lot of the things in your life. Now, the really cool thing about where I am and how I'm coming to you and approaching this is that I'm in a space in my life where I'm not a six-figure earner or a seven-figure earner yet, <laughs> yet, but I have made multiple five figures and on my own, completely self-sustainable. And the thing about that is there's a lot of people and likely a lot of you beautiful lovely souls who are in a similar position where you make anywhere from 50 to 100,000 in around there right so this is going to be able to be this is going to be very tangible for you to take away so that you can implement it into your own life in all ways shapes and forms and this isn't about you turning around and opening your own business or becoming an online anything this is just about how to apply this to any area of your life so that you can tangibly start seeing and experiencing the things that you would like to call into your life now so this episode dives into all things energy behind manifestation so that you can start experiencing the beautiful grace and and loves and high vibe and all the good stuff that comes with this beautiful tool, manifesting. All right, so like I said earlier, you're in two categories. You're either in the manifested where you get to experience it, it's tangible, it's high vibe, it's from a loving place, or you're in a position where you have to grow, change, and make decisions to allow this thing that we're calling in to manifest. So that's the first two categories. So look at your life right now. What are you calling in? What is that thing for you? So for me, um, the thing that I'm calling in right now is a six-figure year. And what's really exciting about this is since I'm not there, so I'm not experiencing it, I'm not in the tangibles of it, and I'm not in necessarily the vibration of what that is, 
That means that I'm in the growth changes and decisions of my life right now. So what I have to do is I really have to look through all the different areas and aspects of how I am with money. How do I spend it? How do I receive it? What are my thoughts about it? What are the decisions that I need to make and put into place to allow this to be even more a part of my reality? So let's break that down. For me, the growth would be looking at my thoughts because absolutely everything that you create starts with your thoughts. Everything from your past, an experience that you've experienced or an experience that someone you know has experienced is what's going to create these thoughts. And our brain doesn't like to sit and think and analyze for the most part. There are some people that naturally just go right to that. I'm basically just speaking from my experience. I wasn't, I didn't used to be an analyzer. So from my experience, it's all about, I have to look at what was my experiences in the past with money? What is my beliefs surrounding being a six-figure earner? What is my experience with $100,000 or more? And I really have to sit with what my energy is behind that. So my thoughts are, I grew up with parents who said things like, money doesn't grow on trees and you can't always have that. It's this or that. Um, money is something that you have to work really hard for and yes you no matter what it is in your life that you want that you want to be manifested you do have to work it like we're not gonna just assume that there's you just put out a silver platter in your hand and you just work on your thoughts and then it shows up like to a degree like I'm not gonna say that's impossible because anything is possible but for the most part if you're calling in something bigger beyond anything you've ever experienced you really have to look at like it's way more than just putting your hand out and just thinking one thing over and over and over again but what are your thoughts like break that down for yourself what are your experiences from the past what did you hear what are things that other people have perceived because this is what your brain's going to go to first whenever you're trying to manifest something that you've never created in your life before so now we're going to start putting the thoughts that we had into a change into a transition and this is something that takes time so whenever you're manifesting something from a place of being uncomfortable you're growing you're changing you're making new decisions there's four things that i'm going to break down for you that really need to be implemented and understood and surrendered to in order for whatever that thing is for you to call in so for me the six-figure year it's all about breaking this this uncomfortable stage down into four categories and then really surrendering to that so first and foremost i have to look at my timeline am i giving myself in a reasonable amount of time to make this happen for me so for me i'm allotting the whole year so sitting here where i am i know that with the money mindset that i've worked on it's absolutely available to me but my ego the part of me that doesn't understand that quite yet because i haven't experienced it needs to know that I have enough time to do it. So whether I do it by December or I do it by September, it doesn't matter, but I'm giving myself with the intention of a year. So I have 12 months to make this happen. Do I feel with my calculations and where I like have everything in place that this is tangible? Absolutely. Okay, so that feels neutral to me. I'm gonna surrender that timeline to the year. Now my change, what am I gonna do to make changes in my life to make this available for me now? It's gonna take consistency, 
it's going to take making sure that I have someone in place to either help me with the guidance or help me financially to make this possible. Do I have that in place? Yes, these two things are in place for me. All right, so the change is ideal. I have the people in place. I have the consistency and the the intention of consistency, I should say, because nothing is ever 100% consistent. Like there's going to be days where we just want to do nothing and we just need to allow the grace surrounding that. But the consistency for the most part isn't going to be thrown off by a day or two or a week throughout the year, whatever that ends up looking like. But I have my plan in place to help me to get to this position. Okay, so this I'm now going to surrender. I'm going to surrender to the universe, God, divine angels, wherever your beliefs may be. Um, and I'm going to say that this is absolutely possible for me. Now I have to actually do the thing. So manifesting requires some work because first we look at the beliefs, we look at the thoughts, we look at the patterns of behaviors, we look at the timeline that we're allowing ourselves for this to show up. We're making the plan and the strategy and we're putting the change into place. Okay, but now we have to do the thing because I could dream of the house showing up, but if I never go to my work ever and I don't make a single dollar, that house is never going to appear in my life to experience. So I'm going to do the thing. So what are my things that I have in place that I need to show up and do every day? Well, it requires strategies and funnels and sales and it requires education first and foremost in everything that I do. So do I have this outlined? Am I implementing this? Am I doing this? Absolutely. So I'm doing the thing. So now I can reverse backwards. I'm like, okay, so my change, this is the people I have in place. This is the plan I have in place. And this is my timeline. So now when I'm implementing doing the thing, this is absolutely possible. I'm going to now surrender this. I'm going to trust that I'm going to show up consistently enough to make this possible for me. And then the fourth most important step is looking back and checking in. Because there's going to come a point where you're like on fire, you're motivated, you're doing all the things, you're two weeks in, you're four months in, you're like setting records for yourself, you're celebrating. And then all of a sudden you feel like, well, I'm doing all the things. Why isn't this showing up for me? Maybe I get to November of 2020 and I, I'm either not close or haven't hit that goal or whatever that looks like. And now I start to panic. I'm like, oh my gosh, this isn't happening. This doesn't work. What's going on? And now I need to look back and check in. I need to look back at my plan and my process and my strategy and how I showed up. Behind my intention for everything that I did, did I come from a place of love? Did I come from a place of excitement? Yes, sure, maybe there's some fear mixed in with that, but am I doing everything anyways? Do I truly actually believe that this is still available to me? Maybe I'm at November 2020 and I'm, you know, I got 38 days left to the end of the year and I look at my numbers and maybe I still have 40,000 to my goal of six figures. I gotta look back now and I gotta check in with my plan and my strategy. I gotta check back in with myself. What was I doing along the lines that didn't allow me to get to that goal sooner? What was I doing along the lines to not accept? to not surrender? Was there some months where I put more of a anxious or guarded or disbelief in what I was doing? And how did those months reflect numbers wise? So I would go back and I would check in. And then I would look and see as to where my month or where my energy was throughout the whole process and time. 
so that I could recalculate and reevaluate where I am. Now say December 29th, I say, now we're fast forwarding to December 29th, 2020, and maybe I'm still $20,000 away from that goal. I have two options here. I can celebrate the fact that I got myself all the way to $80,000, or I can catch myself up and hang on to the fact that I didn't make that $20,000. The point is that when I get close to the end of my timeline, I need to look back, check in, and reflect as to where I was through the whole period in time, and I need to really celebrate and acknowledge how far I've come, no matter what my goal is. Every time we set a goal for ourselves, we absolutely have to be willing to surrender to whatever that's going to look like. We have to be willing to give ourselves the grace and the time and attention to be willing to still go through the growth and the changes and the decisions, no matter what the outcome is. And as long as you're consistent, like 80, I'd say even like 80 to 85% of the time, that's good. That's perfect. That's probably a lot better than where you started in January 1st, 2020. Right? You have to be willing to set your intention, to set your goal, to really believe in yourself, to do the things, to make the changes, and then no matter what the outcome is on the other side, celebrate it no matter what. And then where this all funnels into is it comes back to your thoughts and your beliefs. You're in the uncomfortable stage, you're doing the growth, the changes and the decisions. So now you implement the plan. You look at the time frame that you're giving yourself, the, the changes that you're going to make, the actions that you're going to take. You're going to look back and reflect in and check in on yourself along the way. But ultimately, where this all breaks down to is your belief system. We go back to the thoughts. What were your thoughts throughout this? Did you actually think that you were going to achieve it? Did you actually love yourself enough through the process to be able to do it? And if you come from a space where self-confidence and self-love isn't something that's just like implemented and ingrained in your mind because their subconscious is a much bigger tool that I'll get into another episode in that really runs the show in our life. But as long as we're willing to take these steps on the surface, they still go beyond the surface and a little bit underneath. And they still work with our subconscious in a way where we're helping ourselves perceive and do things differently in order to get to a place where we want to be. And if you want to skip all these steps and doing it on your own, I come from a position of having to figure this out on my own. It wasn't until like halfway through um, 2019, so almost two full years into my business, that I even hired a coach. And let me tell you, the difference between doing something on your own, yes, you're going to get way more strategy and context in how to get yourself there, but there's going to be way more trials and errors. If you want to skip that, find someone who's in a position that you want to be in, whatever that goal or dream is for you. The house, the money, the education, the, the, the health, whatever it is, and learn from them. You can never not invest enough into yourself to get you to where you want to be. And that's either going to be time 
or that's going to be money. It's going to be your time in learning all the trials and errors and wavelengths of what that is, or it's going to be investing money into someone else to show you how to get there. And again, this isn't about going out and like getting a coach or doing things like that. What I really want you to take away from this is that there's always a second option. If you don't have the money to invest in getting someone to teach you where you want to be, so again, whether that's the weight, whether that's the money, whether that's the job, whether that's just the knowledge and learning, there's always another resource. And that's what I want this podcast episode to be for you, is a resource of how to be able to break down what you're trying to manifest in your life so that you can come back to a space and have tools to help you to create that bridge between where you are and where you want to be because it's not about everything's going to change once you have it you have to change before you have it because in the vibration and there's a reason why you don't have it right now it's your vibration and energy doesn't match what that outcome is that you're desiring whether it's even like weight like if whether it's a 10 pounds a 20 pounds 100 pounds right i've gone through various um weight loss goals and and desires in my life where I've lost from you know five pounds to 30 pounds and the difference in losing the five pounds was it was more recently and my mindset was in a much different place so that five pounds was much more effortlessly effortless for me to lose and I went through this strategy to help me do that the 30 pounds I was in a very limited and restricted space and guess what happened it was never a sustainable amount of weight for me to lose because as soon as I lost it, I didn't appreciate a second of it. I wasn't able to really enjoy it. I always came from a place of lack thinking like, I can't eat this or I can't do that or I got to work out this much. And then it all just came back. Like when you're manifesting things, if you go through this process and if you implement this as your change and your transition, this is going to create a much more sustainable experience on the side of whatever you're manifesting. So for me, the six figures, because I'm willing to go through the uncomfortable side to break down where I'm at, to look at my thoughts, my reactions, my behaviors, to make the changes, decisions, and implement the things in place, I'm having to completely shift and transform everything that I used to know so that I can be in a space and energy that allows, appreciates, and expands that six-figure income year. And check in on December 31st, 2020. I'll let you know how this goes. (laughs) But it's without a shadow of a doubt that I believe that this is absolutely possible for me. But on the other end of it, I've also put in two and a half years of my time to make this 12-month goal for me very attainable. When you're willing to go through the self-work so that you can experience the thing that you want in your life, there will never be a bigger reward And then even experiencing that, experiencing, experiencing that, (laughs) for some reason that sounded weird to me. And then actually experiencing that gives you a much bigger perspective and understanding and self-appreciation and gratitude for what you just did. And then it even is no longer about the thing that you've manifested. It's actually about the journey and the changes that you made consistently along the way to allow you to be in a space where not only is that thing that you're calling into your life your new experience, but it's just, it feels so incredible to just sit there and be like, wow, I did this? 
this is amazing. And I even look at how far I've come. In the last two and a half years, it was all growth. It was all learning. It was implementing the spiritual with the, the tangible and the mindset and the, the theories and the principles and the tools and the tips and the tricks and really figuring out what worked best for me and then ultimately what I was able to turn around and teach in a way that could help others as well. And that's where my whole experience brought me to this process. And it is so easy to digest and it makes so much sense that when you take it and you write it down and you pick your topic of whatever you're calling into your life and you really start to look at this, you create a self-accountability for yourself that then once you're experiencing that thing you're calling in, nobody can take it away from you. Because you're so willing to adapt and change and grow that criticism and judgment and things like this are so minuscule on your ladder of things that you care about or you're worried about or you get caught up in that you learn to just detach. And if it's something that's continuous, you learn to let go of, assuming that's coming from a person. You let go of that person in your life because You're not a bad person for doing it. You just understand that where you're going, there's obviously energetic resistance, but that's okay. That's okay. That's for that person to then figure out in their life. And they'll either rise up to you or they'll fall away. But either way, that's okay. Because people come to us and are on a journey with us for a particular time in our life. May it be short term or long term. But they're there to help us see something in us that we need to change or appreciate or understand or grow. But when you take this and you apply it to your life, I can promise you that you won't fail because your failures are no longer failures. They're opportunities to recalibrate, to look back, to check in, and to sit with appreciation for how far you've come. And in that, You will never fail. You might be wrong, but you'll be willing to check back in, to do the thing, to change, to create your new plan, and then to reevaluate your time. And ultimately, look at your belief system. How much do you truly believe in that being something for you? Because that is going to be the experience that you create, the manifestation in your life now. So I hope you were able to take something away from this. I really encourage you to come back to this, to take some notes, to write it down because this is going to be what gets you to your goal. I truly, truly believe that. And ultimately, as long as you're willing to adapt and adjust and perceive things in a different way, and have the people and the environment and the circumstances in place, that's where step two comes in, the changes, right? Your life is going to open up and expand into a whole nother world of understanding and beliefs of ultimately what's available for you. Your life is what you perceive it to be. And if what you perceive to be is an ideal, You have to stop and look back at you and what you're creating and how you look at things to change and shift 
into where you want to be. All right, so I also just wanna take a moment to let you know that Friday, the 14th of February, something really exciting is coming out, um, or I guess I should say coming back to light. I cannot wait to let you guys know about this. There's probably going to be a little quick episode that comes out on Saturday to chat about this, a little quick deep dive energy, intuition, insight, um, as well as the announcement of what that's going to be. But other than that, go back, write some notes, take some time to really decompress this. I encourage you at the top of your notes to write down the thing that you're calling in, that you're manifesting in your life. If it's various different things, break it down and sit with it, implement it, make the changes, do the thing, look back, check and reflect and watch it all unfold. Everything is happening for you now. And if you're here listening to this, there's definitely something that you're calling into your life that is absolutely available for you. And this is just the plan and strategy that you needed to make sure that that happens. So make sure to rate and review because not only do I love and appreciate it, but it also puts you in for an opportunity to win a 30 minute reading session. So super exciting. Also on April 1st, I'm going to be drawing for a coach purse. So that is super fun. And I just hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. Thank you for spending your time with me in this week's episode. I would love and appreciate it so much if you could share this with one person that you truly feel could take away something great and divine. It is my absolute promise to always bring you the best of value, the deepest connections, and the insight and golden nuggets for you to be able to take away in your day. Reviews are always welcomed. And if you'd like to connect further with me, you can check me out on Instagram at Riley June, R-Y-L-E-E, June as in the month, or at RileyJune.ca. Either way, I love and appreciate you and your time.